0: Welcome to the Shaman's Cave. I'm Renee Barabo.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Sandra Ingerman, and welcome to the Shaman's Cave.
0: We thought before we hopped into the subject, we would explain what it means to subscribe. And I think Sandra said a couple of weeks ago that when you hit subscribe, it helps us support the show. Financially. And what we mean by that is right now, I think we're at 11,000 plus 11,500 subscribers. But when you start getting up to 13, 15, 20,000, what happens is they start to market your program out as an ad to other places. And yeah, we all hate ads, but then we get a little bit of money back every time someone watches an ad. So if the ad comes on, you don't have to click off, just watch it, you don't have to click to them, but it just really, it helps, it helps like really it's minimally. Let me just tell you, we get about $150 a month from that. And you know, in full transparency, both Sandra and I contribute every single month from our own wallets. To put the show on, and we are really invested in it. But we do like when we get donations; that's always welcome. Uh, we have some people who have been donating eleven, eleven for years. I mean, it's just like just comes right out of their their um, monthly subscription thing, and we appreciate all that. And you don't have to if you can't afford to, but what you can all afford to do is hit subscribe.
1: Yeah, and I think um, I think. In the shamanic community, and I can speak to this because I remember when uh, when we first got on an email and how everybody was freaked out in the shamanic community that they were uh, losing their privacy, that the government was getting all their information. And I was trying to explain to everybody that the government already had all their <laughs> and i i think i think there's there's something about that about the subscribe button that if you subscribe you're you're going to be on people's email list you're going to be no it just means you push the button subscribe and youtube finds out that not your name that just more people are watching the Shaman's Cave. So please don't get paranoid. It's really, there's no privacy issues with this. It's really just a way to show YouTube that the Shaman's Cave is worth supporting, period. Mm -hmm. And if the subscriptions don't come in, YouTube just says the show is not worth supporting. Um, And it's just as simple as that. (laughs) <laughs> that, and they love when you comment.
0: One of the things that I'm going to roll out uh, a little bit later, not quite yet, is that I'm going to change the time that we launched the show and I'm going to actually watch it with you. we pre-recorded, but I'm going to watch it with you so we can actually have a conversation. And, you know, when is available, she can come over there too. But you actually have a community conversation and YouTube loves that. So I tried it today with another podcast that I manage at work and so I'm going to try it with us because we have we have don't tell my boss but we have thousands more subscribers and followers than he does and so I think with our show if we start watching it live with you we're going to get into some really good communication and and that's my goal for season five I can't even believe we're getting ready to come on to season five in January but oh my god I know. And I may try it out in December. So I'll let you know before we do it. But that's coming in the future, too. We want to keep it alive. We want to keep it fresh. We want to keep it relevant for you. So keep those suggestions coming because we really read every little last email, every last comment. I respond to them. Sandra responds to them. And, you know, we we really appreciate you taking this journey with us.
1: Absolutely, yeah. We're trying to engage community here, mm-hmm. um, um, and it's going to go. Uh, our conversation is going to flow into uh, the two shows that we're going to be. Um, Renee and I are recording uh, two shows today, mm-hmm. and and this conversation actually flows right into it.
0: <laughs> Perfect. I like that. Uh, Do you want to announce what we're going to be
1: talking about? Absolutely. So um, I was telling Renee um, before we pushed the record button that, um, you know, I'm always on summits and always trying to get the work out there and also speak from a rational place because I'm starting to get emails about – uh, people who have very limited knowledge on shamanism, who are teaching, who are giving the wildest exercises and things to do that are crazy and nobody understands them. They're hurting people. And so I tried to keep doing summits, even though my body sometimes asked me not to because there's so much misinformation out there about shamanism. And I think I think shamanism has so much power to help in the coming times and to help us right now, but not to do crazy exercises that start mm-hmm. hurting people. That's not the, the point of what this work is about. And so I've really appreciated the uh, topics um, that... Um, our people are asking to talk about on summits recently, this is just very recently is how do we bring balance back into our lives again? Mm-hmm. So Renee, how do you bring balance back into your life again? As soon as you
0: mentioned that, that conversation, I was thinking about on Saturday when I took a walk, uh, I had done in the morning, I had been the zoom host for our local HOA Water Association meeting. So I've been, I don't know if I I think, am I moving into politics, but was was some of the things we've seen where school boards have been filled with people who don't have the same viewpoints as us, I thought like, well, maybe it's just naturally happening that my going on to the, the water board because I think water is going to be such an important issue in the coming years is really relevant. So I was walking up the street and I had this. I had the dis, this despacho I had made about two months ago, but then we had the fire ban, so I couldn't build a big enough fire to burn it. But I knew my neighbors were having a fire, and I thought I asked. I checked in them. They're like, you know, is it appropriate to bring this despacho over to their house where they're having a big neighborhood fire and ask if it was all right if I put it in? And so I put it in a brown paper bag. And so for me, the balance was taking the walk going over to neighbors that I really have very little in common with to start with, except that they live down the street and asking them, I said to the woman, I go, Hey, I've got something I got to throw on the fire. Do you think it's okay? She goes, Oh, that fire is really hot right now, Renee. And, and what I realized was that everyone sitting around there was very respectful about that. I threw in something that I had created in a ceremony. Everyone stopped talking. Everyone watched. And so for me coming in balance is realizing that I need to find the commonalities between me and the people who are closest to me. You know, we didn't talk politics or anything like that. We talked about, well, I'm going to burn this and then I got a plate of food and then I said, all right, I'm going to continue on my walk now. And it was just, I felt so good afterwards. And so for me, Balance is when I feel really good about how how I'm living in harmony with my land, my neighbors and my community.
1: That's I like that. And and that community aspect is so important because. Um, I think one of the reasons that people are moving out of balance right now is um, the world is too big mm-hmm. if you start taking in everything that's happening in the world right now there's no way, I mean there are spiritual masters who can do this, who can mm-hmm. walk through the world and watch everything that's happening I've shared this actually on the show before, um, back in the 1980s, I got a surprise teacher in my shamanic journeys and it was um the uh goddess Anana and I knew nothing about the goddess Anana and I was also quite nervous about the goddess Anana cuz um you know she's got a, a hard side to her like many of the d- divine feminine uh can and she only came into my life for one purpose um, she uh, came every day in my journeys. Back then, I used to journey every single day. And she had me walk through the most desolate uh, uh, country that I can imagine with, and without letting me look left to right. I had to go straight ahead, and I had to keep moving my my feet forward. And she walked with me. She never said a word to me. She walked with me. We did this journey every day for over a year before she left. And her message was clear. She never talked to me, but it was about whatever happens, no matter how things get bad, Get um don't look left and don't look right Mm. just keep walking straight Mm. and i think what's happening right now is people's vision is it's like um we're trying to get more eyes almost like uh, dragonflies where Mm. dragonflies have uh something like um over a billion um eyes and uh their perception of what they can see and you know we're trying to look in too many directions but that wasn't the sense that we were born with we were not born with that many eyes and so we have to look at what can we do in the body that that we have and For me, the practice of shamanism is how I stay balanced Um, Mm -hmm. and um, my journeys being able to have direct revelation to divine beings who have a completely they, they they're not even close to the perception That our minds have because our minds are kicking in right now because they're scared and they're trying to control. So our minds are going out there thinking they're in control of our reality. And if we could step aside and say to spirit... Can you give me some guidance right now? Can you give me some tools? I'm scared. Can you give me a different way of seeing things? That immediately brings balance into your life and calms down um, uh, your mind. And I was telling Renee, for me, part of that is performing ceremonies where we step out of our mind and we step out of our ego and we become one with the creative forces of the universe. And every time we perform a shamanic ceremony, like I wrote about in um, uh, the book of ceremony, really easy ceremonies to do, it brings you back to a place of stability and back to a place of center. And, um, And then the healing with spiritual light that I teach, which is more about how you live your life in the world, how you live a simple life and um, and um, how the practice of transfiguration, which we've talked about. Um, brings us back into our spiritual self. And so we have so many ways, including, um, how I'm watching. And I think, Renee, we, we talk about this, you're seeing this too. There are some of our students and some people who listen to our shows that have gotten so embedded into nature that they actually stepped into a different reality. (laughs) They they actually don't live in this reality anymore. (laughs) Have you seen that out there? (laughs) Yeah,
0: I think that was one of the, you know, when I just I'm finishing up the 10 month apprenticeship and there are some people who are just so nature bound that it was even hard, for, like they, it was hard for them to engage in some of our other activities. And yet I never ever felt that they weren't participating. It was kind of a like, because I would like kind of do a scan to see where people would be and stuff. And there were certain people like loved the activities when I say, okay, it's time to go outside and rearrange your altar. Now that would light up somebody as opposed to some of the writing exercises. And to understand that balance includes both of those people, the ones who are more verbal and then the ones who are, are the nature-centric. And one of the things that, that we do in the wind clan in, in always, 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 and I'm gonna say 100% always, three wind breaths brings me back into my body into the present moment and it's without fail. And one time I was working with somebody who was bipolar and when, when they would start to go into that manic state, I would, you know, I would say, all right, come on, get your wind whistle out. And I would do that exercise and sure enough, they would start to breathe a little bit regularly. They would bring down their, cause it, 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 a good signal if you're out of balance is that you're, you're not breathing. Mm -hmm. And so one, you know, this, I think that this tool really was about self soothing and self regulation, as as much as you know, the divination that we're going to learn in the divination class and things like that. But that as a personal tool of self regulation, this wind whistle or wind breathing is a really great tool to get yourself back calm
1: yeah and um i I teach uh the same principle of um finding a power song that you can uh-huh. sing. you know um people are um we, we put ourselves down most of us there are people who love to sing and there are love uh, people who love to write songs. But most of us are, I don't know how to sing, I can't write, you know, all the things we like to tell ourselves. (laughs) Um, Shamans, before they work, um, it's really important for them to step away from their mind. Because once the mind gets into a healing session, the healing session is basically polluted. um, Because the spirits do the healing work, uh, not the mind. And so there's so much that's done to get the mind out of the way, and singing is a big part of that. And so I teach my students to um, find a nice tree, and I always say, ask first, may, may I step into your energy, and sit with it and notice if a hum starts, just if a hum starts, and if a hum starts maybe a chant that you might not recognize, or some words might come out. And and then you can start to get this power song. It can take a while. Some people get power songs in a minute. I'm not one of them. It took me three years to get my power song, um, but I didn't give up. And I sing my power song um, before I teach. Um, before I work on uh, clients and when I have to get into the spiritual space. Um, So that's really important um, to me to have that song. And I I never sing it except for that. So you move into this unbelievable spiritual space when you only sing a song when you move into a spiritual space. That's so funny. A few, I think
0: we t- covered that a few weeks ago in one of our shows. And so after that, I became very aware of that I did have a song and that I sang it all the time, but I had never put my conscious awareness to it. So one. <coughs> Right, following that because then I was like, oh yeah, I re- like I recorded it on my phone. I wanted, <laughs> I was like, oh, I got to tell Sandra I-, I have a song. And I was like in Home Depot, and I'm like in the in the in the aisle recording the song. And um, so then I was on a Zoom listening into somebody else's Zoom recently, like listening into one of my my classes that I wasn't leading. My <laughs> <laughs> Maybe have to stop for a second. Oh. <laughs> And so I was on this zoom that one of, um, one of my classes or something that my assistant was leading and I didn't know my mic wasn't on mute. And there I was, I started humming my song. <laughs> I was like, and then all of a sudden she goes, so Renee, is there something that is say or sing? <laughs> So I just wasn't even really aware of it. So there's probably a lot of you out there like me who like, you know, bulldoze through life and aren't even aware of these little tricks and tools that you really have at your disposal. And, you know, I've probably been humming and singing that song for, you know, as long as I remember. And I think so that it's really that's a a very powerful one to 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 learn it. So, I could call it up, you know. I mean, I do use the Vedic mantras that I use, and they come in handy, they really do, because they sh- shift your vibration quickly. But so does humming your song, mm-hmm.
1: yeah. And what I used to do, um, when I go out into nature or go on a vision quest or something. Yeah is I would record the songs that were coming through because I knew I would never remember them. Um, but my main two power songs were songs that came to me that I never forgot. And, um, and they're really important for me. Um, and when I, one of my songs that I sing, which I've been <clears throat> singing since I started teaching and I started teaching when I was 29, and still singing this song. It I don't care what state I'm in, it will just bring me back right into center. So I love what you said, Renee, about the wind breathing and anything that that works with your breath and song is part of that. And I know I shared on another show, I really believe we could get people off of antidepressants if people would just sing more.
0: (laughs) We'll send you into the treatment centers. I think I have one more before we um, finish up is that cooking... Mm -hmm. you know when you go out to a restaurant you can get all hurried and, and all bothered and you know but when you start to work with vegetables especially ones that you've grown yourself that's even more exciting or picked up at the market so that you have a relationship to them the whole experience even the ones you buy in the grocery store but when I'm really out of sorts I, I, I find myself cooking and this has been a really important technique around the holidays for me because one of my adult things was to recreate holidays that I enjoyed. And what I found was they always enjoy, they always centered around preparing food and, you know, because I think really cooking saved my life anyway, but that I still use that as a go-to when I'm spinning out that I will chop Chop onions and carry water. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. All, and if you if you listen to um, what we've been saying, um, everything that we're saying is really simple. And so it really is we keep repeating this line over, or I do anyway, Uh, the key is really living a simple life. And um, you can see that people cannot handle the stress levels anymore, period. Everybody is on overwhelm. Everybody's on overwhelm. And that kind of goes into our next show. But um, when you're on overwhelm, life is life is not working for you on any level. And so bringing yourself back into balance and finding tools that work for you is going to keep your sanity, um, During these coming times and keep your mind from driving you absolutely crazy (laughs) and let spirit hold you in love and let your heart um, speak to you and let your body speak to you and learn how to listen and balance will be yours. Absolutely. So
0: we say it every week, hit the subscribe button, share with us your balance techniques on the, uh, on the YouTube channel or on the Facebook group, the Shaman's Cave. And, you know, that's maybe, it'd be fun to see how many different ways that we find our balance, how many ways we can share. So we really look forward to being with you because this is one thing I know that helps keep me balanced is sitting here, having this conversation every, every other, every other week right at the moment with you. And, um, you know, and I honor that and may we all walk in balance.
1: Blessings everyone.